It's the My Michelle Live podcast. My Michelle Live, Health Watch. She's writing a prescription for hope. Here's Michelle. Hey, thanks for joining in on My Michelle Live today. I am Michelle Mendoza. Happy to be sharing the afternoon with you. This is Health Watch. And on this Health Watch, while there's still a lot of concerns about how safe are we, uh, Dr. Fauci had said, hey, the worst is over. We're not talking about those issues today. The jab, the virus, it's off the table. What we're going to be talking about is how to make you the healthiest you in the easiest and the least invasive way. It may come down to something really simple, as simple as a cup of coffee. That's right. Today, my Michelle Live, we're going to be talking about coffee because coffee has benefits that you may not have even realized. Way down among Brazilians, coffee beans grow by the billions. So they've got coffee to beans find by the millions. Will they benefit you? Well, let's got take it on. Lot of coffee. coffee is a great source of things like antioxidants. Caffeine has a cognitive enhancing effect. So it's good for your brain. John Hopkins researchers found that coffee, drinking coffee actually increases your memory. What? Caffeine alone has a noticeable effect on the treatment of Parkinson's. A study that was conducted in the year 2000 found that men who drink four or more cups a day of coffee had a five-fold reduced risk of developing Parkinson's disease. Now, there was even another study that found there was a reduced risk from 24 to 32% right in there. For every three extra cups of coffee consumed per day. That sounds like a lot of coffee and a lot of jitters. On today's show, we're going to show you where to get coffee and why coffee gives you jitters and why your coffee shouldn't be giving you jitters. But more to this health thing about coffee. A research study out of Sweden showed that women who consumed more than a cup of caffeinated coffee a day reduced the risk of stroke by up to 25%. Wow. A study conducted over a 21-year period of time showed a 65% decrease in the onset of Alzheimer's disease for people who started drinking three to five cups of coffee per day. So a big effect on brain health takes place from drinking coffee. Some reports even showed that caffeine and coffee can delay the onset of Alzheimer's disease, Alzheimer's disease in those patients who already have mild dementia. Mild dementia, start drinking coffee. Wow. But it's not just your mind. It's not just head games. It's also heart games that coffee actually has an effect on. The right kind of coffee, the good kind of coffee. Coffee improves heart health. How? Well, for one, it lowers calcium deposits in your arteries. So people who drink three to five cups a day have 40% less calcium in their arteries than non-coffee drinkers. Hmm. Now, this was reduced to 35% for those who drank one to three cups a day. 
than 23 for those who drank just one. Coffee consumption and coronary artery calcium in young and middle-aged asymptomatic adults, this is who was studied, and this is where they got the information, and they went, wow, coffee makes a difference. Coffee helps heart health also by reducing your risk of stroke. If you want to pick up just one good cup of coffee a day, it can reduce your risk of stroke by 20%. And this is according to the Department of Preventative Cardiology, National Cerebral and Cardiovascular Center in Osaka, Japan. Not just Michelle's word for it. Coffee reduces your risk of type 2 diabetes as well. We know this from a study that was published in the Archives of Internal Medicine. And what they found that was drinking, again, those three to four cups a day, was associated with 25% lower risk of developing type 2 diabetes compared to those who drank no coffee or less than two cups per day. Why is it? Well, it's back to those antioxidants that I told you about in coffee. They work together to regulate your glucose and insulin levels, and that in turn helps prevent the onset of type 2 diabetes. Now, here's one that made me go, wow. Coffee and cancer. Melanoma is the fifth most common form of cancer in the United States. It's cancer of the skin, and it's uh, far, by far the most common of all cancers, um, one of them. The American Cancer Society warns us that this year, about 7,600 people are expected to die of melanoma. What does that have to do with coffee? Well, JNCI, the Journal of National Cancer Institute, in Volume 107, released a study. It was coffee drinking and melanoma risk. In this study, they found that the highest category of coffee intake was inversely associated with malignant melanoma. In other words, higher coffee intake modest decrease in the risk of melanoma. And that's not the only cancer and coffee story. The risk of liver cancer was found to be reduced in coffee drinkers. And this was from an impressive research from the University of Edinburgh and the University of Southampton. They looked at 2.25 million people across 26 observational studies from Japan, the U.S., Europe, Hong Kong, Singapore, and there were even eight case control groups. Wow. But one of the most profoundly important studies in our age of depression and anxiety and suicide is that coffee was found to reduce suicidal risk and depression. So in other words, a good cup of coffee, (laughs) fill me up, can make a difference in your health. And maybe as we look at the last one, depression, with the age of shutdowns, lockdowns, and social distancing, we've almost lost that art of going and sitting down at a coffee house and having a cup of coffee with a friend. 
all of those health issues and the antioxidants uh, that I mentioned may be beneficial to your health, but so is sitting across the table from someone you love, laughing, getting caught up, sharing your day, sharing your life with someone. Coffee is important. All of these health benefits that we're talking about on My Michelle Live today, however, may be tied to the right cup of coffee. Organic coffee is important because you and I are a mesh of toxicity. We're toxic soup. We get it everywhere we go and the products that we use and the way we sometimes try to sanitize our hands. Everything has toxins in it and we are poisoning ourselves. It makes us at greater risk for coronaviruses and other viruses and sicknesses and diseases. So organic really does make a difference. The more you can use organic products, the less chance of poisoning yourself you have. Using the right kind of coffee is important, not just the organics, but in just a moment, I'm going to introduce you to Alexander. He is from my favorite coffee roasters. It is Kameno Island Coffee Roasters. They do coffee right. All of those studies that we just cited, Oh, drink three to five cups a day. And you're thinking, oh my gosh, I'd be a jittery mess. I'd never sleep. However, guess what? Maybe, maybe the way they're roasting it, maybe the toxic levels in those coffee, the coffee that you're drinking is causing those jitters. Let's find out. Michelle Live Podcast. My, 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 my Michelle Live. Hey, Michelle Mendoza, Health Watch. On Wednesdays, we'll often take on things that are good for your health. And I got into a conversation with my new friend from Kameno Island Coffee Roasters. There's their website, and of course, you can get connected at MyMichelleLive.com. Tell me about you, who you are, and what you do on Kameno Island. So my name is Alexander, and I've been with uh, the Kameno Island Coffee Roasters for about 12 years now. Um, I started out in high school as a janitor and worked my way up and did the operations management, logistics, um, did some of the training with the Green Beans as well. Um, and now I'm doing some of the sales type things for the shows. So I'm kind of working my way up to going to the farms. It's kind of the last thing I have not done yet. Farms all over the world. What a spectacular asset you are. When you think about it, well, really, when you think of someone who has gone from janitor to all yeah, of whatever absolutely. areas, uh, you know the company inside and out. I do. And in fact, when I do these shows talking with customers, I forget how much I actually know. And the information <laughs> just kind of starts pouring out. And it's like, oh, I forgot I even knew that. I haven't accessed the information for a couple of years now, but they remember it and it comes right out. So I'm really glad to have that background for sure. Right. Alexander, I wanted to talk about coffee. There's a lot uh, that we don't know. Now, now sure. I broadcast from Seattle, Washington, which is like the coffee drinking yeah, yeah. capital of the world yeah. everywhere. I mean, the very first Starbucks was right. in Seattle. Uh, right. People love coffee. You can go to downtown Seattle and uh, eat before COVID, let's just say now it's sure. getting to be a ghost town. But you could be on one, one street and every corner had a coffee shop. You didn't yeah. have to cross the street for coffee. So coffee is a big deal, but there's a lot that we don't know about the health of coffee. And in particular, if you are drinking coffee and you're getting the jitters, sweetheart, 
You're drinking the wrong coffee. Tell us why, Alex Alger. There's a lot of misconceptions in the coffee arena a lot of times. So a lot of the grocery store coffee, where you typically get coffee, has sits on the shelf for a long period of time. Of course, if they want to say anything negative about anything that's out there, but... Well, there's a uh, reason for that. You know, right, they right. they want their stuff in store shelves. You want to be able to have the convenience of sure. going there and picking totally. it up, and it's going to sit there for a while. And it doesn't get... Uh, visible mold and mildew, so right. it's not like bread where you have to pull it off. But coffee does it get stale. Is, though, still, because it, it's still yeah. an expirable commodity. I mean, it still it does go bad after a time, and so it, it really depends on who you talk to and how, what they're, you know, what they feel like was precious. But after about a month's period of time, it does start to degrade, especially if there's air getting to it. Um, all those bags have, you know, valves on them, this steel nitrogen that helps, you know, alleviate that. But it's still going bad eventually. And so um, a lot of times you'll start to see the oils come outside of the beans. And once oil gets to the air, it starts to go stale and go bad and actually becomes unhealthy for you. So what we do with Canada Coffee Roasters is we're shipping it to your doorstep. We're not even in any grocery stores, not in retail, because we're trying to ship it to you as fresh as possible. And what so, difference does that make to my health? To your health? Well, for one thing, you're not going to get the oil that's... So another misconception. A lot of people say, I want the oilest beans as possible. If there's got a lot of oil in the beans, that looks great that there's oil in a coffee bean for sure. But typically when it gets to the outside of the bean, that means it's been sitting for too long, the air has gotten to it, it means that the oil is coming outside and that actually is going stale. So when it's freshly roasted, there's no oil on the outside of the bean. You won't even see oil. It's all really? contained inside the bean. It's the air that's getting to it, the age, that's what's coming outside. So that's kind of a telltale sign that's going bad. I am definitely using the wrong beans because they are <laughs> shiny and oily. And I thought, oh, okay, that, just like you said. I right. thought, okay, that's the way it must and that's supposed to say to be. That there are some beans that are way more oily. But typically speaking, if you see lots of oil, it's because it's been sitting for too long. And it makes a difference to the flavor when you drink. And it makes a difference to the flavor. So when oil is to the air that long, it's going rancid. It's getting to get bad. And that's going to do a tremendous harm to your health overall. Um, so that's kind of one of the elements. The other side of the things, and of course, I'm not going to say names, and, and I don't want to speak ill of anybody, but a lot of times, coffee that sits on the shelf, especially, a lot of times the ro- is when it's been roasted, it has a tendency to get over-roasted. And so as a result... So it has that kind of burnt flavor. That If you're tasting that, that's probably what's happening. And so burnt flavor... When it's roasted, it tastes burnt. Six months later, it's still burnt. It's very consistent, but it's burnt. As a result, there's carcinogens in there, there's ash in there type thing. That's going to make you the jitters. So a lot of times when people say that, well, I can't drink that coffee because it makes me jittery, it's caffeine. More than likely, it's not the caffeine. It's usually ash. And I'm going to attest that I have been sitting in this booth since this morning, since your first cup was poured over there, and yep. they're, they're giving samples um, of their Camino Island coffee roasters yep. coffee. When it, my cup got empty, y'all were over here, hey, your cup's empty. So I've been drinking it all day, <laughs> and I am not jittery. And I'm right. one of those people that I don't need caffeine because I'm like this naturally. Right. If your body is taking something in and you're getting a negative reaction, you can liken it to getting poison. It is totally that. Your body's rejecting it, basically, and that's what the jitters come from. So, yeah, and I, and I drink it on a constant basis, of course, because I'm a little biased with one thing, but when I was doing the roasting, because I did that for quite some period of time as well, I have to make sure that every single bean that comes in, every lot number comes in, is, is good to go for the next roast to make sure it's to the correct profile. So I'm cupping all the time. So I end up drinking way more coffee than I probably should <laughs> as a result, but I don't have any issues with it. it it's, it's one of those things that I don't notice it affecting me, even to the point where the caffeine doesn't bother me overall because it's not a great amount. So if I try other coffees, 
there's a more of a high propensity for me to have those jitteriest kind of feels. Um, when I go traveling type thing, I get copy from just a regular grocery store yeah. type thing. Yeah. I end up feeling that kind of jittery type feeling right away. And I first I think, what's wrong? What's going on? Oh, you're, at a, a, you're at a truck stop and you're drinking coffee. Oh, yeah, yeah, for you, sure. You yeah, realize that there's something so. different. Coffee is such an American staple. I love coffee, and I do love a hot tea. A, a pot of hot tea is <laughs> sure. awesome. Coffee is not only social in our society, it but it is something that, that is just it's part of our or culture. Our culture yeah. Are there health benefits to coffee? Overall, I would say yes, um, but you know it depends because every single month there's, a, there's an article that says it's healthy for you, and there's an article that says it's not healthy for you. you. Know, it's like eggs. Um, eggs used to be good, and then eggs cause cholesterol. Then a certain amount of cholesterol is good. So it's like you know all things in moderation. Bible teaches correct. us yes. that. Remember that from Sunday school. All things in <laughs> moderation, right? Now, one thing I can say is that so, since we are very careful about how we roast our coffee, we're very um, interested in how we source it, the right sourcing, everything else. It's all organic and that sort of thing. You typically can drink it of all coffees black without cream and sugar type thing. So that in itself is a health factor because it's it's true that as Americans we definitely want to add as much thrills to <laughs> yes. our coffee, and that a lot of times that ends up being one of the major unhealthy sides of it because true. we drink so much sugar as it is. Yeah, and life. sugar especially, we have been dealing with a big pandemic. Right. Sugar breaks down your immune system. And you break down your immune system, you have less ability to fight off things. So while we're saying wear masks or get vaccinated, yep. why are we not talking about cut out the sugar, put down the sodas? When you have a good cup of coffee, though, that's yep. black, oh, yeah. you know, it's like a steak. Do you really want to smother that steak in ketchup when it just tastes? When you have a really good steak, no, you don't. Right. But then there are alternatives, uh, healthy alternatives, monk fruit, uh, stevia. Um, stevia liquid with um, vanilla mm -hmm. can be really, really good with coffee um, in, in moderation, again, because honey it has a... One thing you yeah, honey well. is beautiful. Yeah, beautiful. It's wrong. really good. So things that you can do that are, are a little bit better, but you're right. It's, you know, it's, it's like drinking a fine wine, too. Right. Coffee I bet at this point you can taste a bean. It could be blindfolded and say, right. oh, okay, that's Guatemalan. Oh, okay, yep. that's... Uh, totally. So that's another thing. We, we have nine different regions we source from, and every single region has its own unique flavor based upon the soil content, the, the weather patterns of the area, how high it is up in the, in the air and the elevation-wise, kind of as an extreme example. So Ethiopian coffee is one of my favorites, actually. Why is that? that? Well, it's because it's the way it's processed at the farm. So there's two different ways to process beans of the farm was washed. Okay. Uh, so they're putting in big vats of water and washing the beans when they're processing it. In other words, naturally processed. Natural processes, they don't wash it. They stick it straight in the big, big tarps and they don't let it dry in the sun. Well, as a result, that the cherry flesh that was on the seed or the coffee bean itself stays on the bean. So therefore, when you actually get it to the, you know, the roast it, it keeps that flesh on there and you get a blueberry kind of taste from the coffee oh. cherry itself. So when you smell it, it smells like blueberries. It's, it's quite amazing. And yeah. you do want to add a little cream to it, it's like blueberry pancakes almost. <laughs> so that's one of my favorites just because it's so dramatic. Yeah. Um, but, and if you like to go to Brazil, you get kind of this nutty kind of caramel kind of mm. odor to it and taste to it. It's so dramatically different, which you don't really notice that unless you're drinking it black. So that's another one kind of a fun thing to do is that you do notice the different regions dramatically when it's black like that. I like that. For example, Hawaii. Yeah, I, sure. I, I did a stint in Hawaii and love Hawaii. What's Hawaiian coffee like? It's great. I mean, it's wonderful. It's actually got one of the highest quality beans that was imported into Hawaii. I can't remember the name of it right now, but it's a very, very high quality bean. It's a, it's a great bean. It's very expensive. And this is where I can kind of segue into one of the things we do. 
it's very expensive because, to put it lightly, it, it's American wages there when they're processing it. Yes. Um, yeah. Which that's great for one thing, but one of the things that we're we're very strongly adamantly about is every single shipment that we send out, we send two percent back to two different foundations we work with. One is Food for Farmers, one is Agros, because we're trying to take care of the farmers themselves as well. Because especially for me, as I learn more about the coffee and how how much labor goes into it and how much they're paid for just their work and labor, um, we are grossly behind as far as making sure that they're um, compensated properly. Yeah. For each pound of coffee, do you know how many beans are in a pound of coffee? No, I don't. It's more than you would think. It's about 2,000 beans in a single pound of coffee. Wow. And every single bean is hand-picked. They have to take the cherry off. They have to carry it down the mountain. I mean, they're on the hillsides. It's all like, it's not like some sort of like in the, the fields type thing. They're, they're on pitched hillsides, picking by hand, and these, like a burlap sack weighs about 130 pounds. So they pull these things up and you have to carry them around. It's a lot, a lot of work. And it, it all varies as far as what they get compensated about, but they can be underneath, underneath a dollar a pound sometimes what the farmers wow. are getting, which is just so far behind the curve. So we can do better than that for sure. Yeah. And so that's what's given me some purpose with working with Clean Island Coffee Roasters is that we're interested in trying to help those people and it gives more value to coming to work each day. And so that's kind of giving you some, a lot of passion to staying with them for so long. Absolutely, because, because it's a cup of coffee you can feel really, really good about. Help you sleep at night. That's kind of one of our catchphrases. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. I like that. Coffee that helps you sleep at exactly, night. Yeah. Come on. I can understand the, the expense. Uh, having been in Hawaii, I went to a luau, and they didn't serve Kona coffee. They right. served chicory. What the heck? <laughs> yeah. What that's do you think of chicory? Uh, it's been around for a long, long time, but as a substitute, I've, I've tried it once, and that's about as far as it will go. It's not yeah. my thing, but it, there's alternatives anywhere. People sure. use uh, dandelion for oh, yeah. coffee, and yeah. uh, it's definitely not my not my thing. But coffee, like a wine, coffee comes from coffee beans, yep. wine come from, comes from grapes. Right. Um, each grape takes on the region that it's grown in, yep. the volcanic activity, the rain, all of those things play in, and they give these beautiful nuances. Mm-hmm. When you can experience coffee like that, and you experience it without all of the, you know, cream and the sugars right. and such and, and, and really enjoy it, you can take those take those nuances and you can save yourself a little bit of, uh, <laughs> of health issues. Right. Now, we're talking about sportsmen and being out, cooking out, going camping, hunting, and all of those things. Coffee is a part of that. That's the, oh, yeah. That is Absolutely. the drink of choice. Absolutely. But we're going out and getting healthy, drinking drinking in the fresh air so drinking in a good cup of coffee Mm -hmm. that doesn't have the carcinogenic uh, ash and the the negative aspects is really important so uh, not only do you have an ethical coffee right you have a delicious coffee and this is funny, true story. I'm doing this show, and they're giving out free coffee, so of course I'm going to get a cup. And I walk by them like a cup, and they're saying, oh, this is great coffee. I'm like, yeah, 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 everyone says that. Of course, I'm drinking this coffee. I'm like, what? It yep. is yep. beautifully done. I mean, well, thank and, you. and I, I that. love being in Seattle, Alexander. You can attest to this. There's been some good roasters. Yep. But they've gotten it's bought up one, yeah. by a big mega company, and then they're That's not true. the same. I'll drive to get that good cup of coffee, um, right. and they've gotten bought up, and they are no longer 
the same. It's it, they're just like the company that that right. purchased them. So I finally found a new coffee home, well, and good. I'm We're really thankful. That. We love hearing that. We appreciate that for sure. And. Uh, Kind of one thing going back to what you compared it to wine and everything else, it is very much like that because the cupping side of it, when you taste it, you do get those essence of the regions and everything else. As far as everybody getting bought up, thankfully we've been around for 24 years now at this point, and plus I think at this point. So we've been here for a long time. We are growing, thankfully. We're not going to get bought up anytime soon. We do our best to try to adhere to both your artisan side of things because that's a huge deal. Yeah. And being as um, true to that and also still trying to make sure we're in business and especially going back and getting back to the farmers, making sure they're doing well as well. So we're trying to hit everything at once. And so far, we're doing it. We're making it work. So. Well, thanks, Alexander, for hanging out with me. No, thanks thank for keeping me coffeeed it. up of throughout this, uh, this entire trade show. I appreciate it. Not a problem. Thank you for <laughs> talking to me. Absolutely. Well. You can go to MyMichelleLive.com and uh, click on the link to Camino Island Coffee Roasters or go to CamenoIslandCoffee.com. So thanks again. So for your health, for your sanity, and for your enjoyment, go have a cup of coffee. I encourage you to go to My Michelle Live. You can click on the link to Kameno Island Coffee Roasters and pick up your own coffee. Invite me over. We'll sit over and have a cup of coffee. And if you can invite me over, at least like this podcast, share this podcast, because God has created all things for life and godliness. God has provided us simple things like a little cup of coffee that can make a difference in our lives and make a difference in our health. So I encourage you to look for those simple things, to look for the God story and to be part of what we're doing here and getting the word out of truth and liberty and hope with my Michelle Live. Thanks so very much for listening. We'll catch you next time. For more fun, go to mymichellelive.com.